Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and this is part one of our podcast all about movement activities for the rehearsal room. I will use the word teacher to describe the instructor and student to describe those who are being instructed. It's just a clear way to show who is leading the instruction and who is following the instruction. Let's do it! Activity number one, physical whispers. Participants, six or more. Equipment, none. Aim to build skills of observation and movement. Students stand in a line facing the same direction with their eyes closed. The teacher taps the student at the back of the line, gently on the shoulder. The student turns around and watches the teacher as they present an action. The student can only watch once. The student then taps the next person in line on the shoulder, who turns around and watches the action being presented. This continues down the line until the action reaches the student at the front. The student is then asked to present the action for the class at the same time as the teacher. Then we ask, how similar were the actions by the end? What happened? How can we make sure that the action remains consistent all the way down the line? What skills do we need to develop? You can also expand this and make it a competition with two or three lines trying to be the most accurate. Activity number two, Omale. Participants, four or more equipment, none. Aim to build movement, vocal, gesture, group, and rhythmic skills. Details. This is a simple call and response. The leader speaks, sings, or chants the call, and the group delivers the response. The call. Omale. Response. Eh, mama. Call. Omale. Response. Eh, mama. Call. Oleo. Response. Oleo. Call. Oleo. Response. Oleo. Call. Ole, 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 mama. Response. Ole, 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 mama. Have a listen to how this works, removing the words call and response. O male, e mama. O male, e mama. Oleo, 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 oleo. Ole, 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 mama. Ole, 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 mama. The group and responders also copy what the leader does physically. This could match or contrast the rhythm of the call. The leadership can change with a tap of the shoulder. Activity number three, school of fish. Participants, four or more. Equipment, music, if possible, but you uh, can do this activity without music. The aim is to develop skills in movement, chorus, and kinesthetic awareness. Details. Students stands in groups of two to five. Groups of four are best, and groups of two are least desired. They stand in formation like a diamond when looking from above. One person in front, two people parallel to one another, and then one person at the rear. The leader at the front of the diamond is asked to move very slowly, as if through a pool of thick honey. Music can be used here as stimuli. The rest of the group precisely follows the leader, copying their actions. Students are asked to not look straight at the leader, but to use their peripheral vision. The students can use height, width, length, and all of their body when creating movements. The leadership changes when the leader at the front turns their head, and everyone in the group copies as they turn to face a new leader. There is also an advanced version of this where students can walk and move through the space, join other groups, form new groups, and move as a whole class. 
questions you can ask. How can we ensure we move in unison? And what skills do we need to achieve this? School of Fish can deliver beautiful movement work. Activity number four, tongue twister chorus maker. Participants, four or more. Equipment, none. Aim to develop skills in movement, chorus, and storytelling. Here are the details. Students learn a tongue twister or a short poem. Think of something challenging or or easy, depending on the group you're working with. The sixth sick sheiks, sixth sheeps sick, is one I tend to use. Students repeat this until they remember it. The sixth sick sheiks, sixth sheeps sick. Students then start to move in unison. The activity finishes when every participant is doing the same action at the same time for each word or phrase. No words can be used or planning meetings held. They repeat until they move together. Activity number five, two-way hot seat interview. Participants, two or more. Equipment, none, but two chairs if you want, but they're not required. Aim to develop characters and build expressive skills, focus, and confidence. Details. Students create a short character profile with these basic provocations. Age, gender, hobbies, family, skills, social status, and nationality. The profiles can be details however you wish. Two students are chosen to participate, one an interviewee and one an interviewer. The students will now play the characters they created, complete with new voice, gestures, expressive skills, and movements. The interviewer gets to choose the job activity being interviewed for based on their character profile. The interviewee enters the space, is welcomed by the interviewer, and the activity begins. General questions about job task activity are asked, and personal questions as well. The interviewee may also ask questions to get a feel for the company or program they're interviewing for. The interview finishes when it comes to a logical end. The appeal of two-way hot seat over the single hot seat is it takes the pressure off a single student maintaining a character by themselves with all eyes on them. A two-way hot seat means they can make eye contact with the other person in the scene with them makes them feel safer. This is also a great way to get deep into your character when you're rehearsing your show or writing one. Activity number six, the pair over there. Participants, two or more. Equipment, none. Aim to develop analytical skills, vocabulary and observation skills. Details. In each presentation, performance or showing, two students are selected to view the work analytically. Each of the two or more are given a specific skill or element to watch out for. Examples could be diction, entertainment factor, clarity of character, sense of mood, use of movement and rhythm. At the end of the presentation or performance, the pair over there are asked to give their analysis of the performance. Remembering that unconditional positive regard is a mainstay of every drama classroom. Activity number seven. Status play. Participants, two or more. Aim to develop understanding of status of character and to use movement, equipment, none. Details. The group stands in a circle and mimics the teacher's example. Number one. A high-status individual. Proud. High eyeline. Wide stance. Straight back. Confident. Think queen. President. CEO. Warrior. Chief. Example two. Middle status, 
ambitious, meddling, greedy, proud, overweight, conniving and malicious, managers, publicans, bosses, landlords. Number three, lower status, sprightly, witty, keen, distracted, head bowed. These are workers, butlers, servants, maids. Four, bottom status, weak, feeble, desperate, hunched, hungry. These are slaves or peasants. The group is then asked to play out scenes with a partner. The scene must consist of two different characters with different statuses. Show the scenes to the class. They can also be improvised. Questions that may arise. How does status affect a stage relationship? And how can status help when creating improvisations? Movement is really important in these activities. A high-status individual and a low-status individual will move differently. It's important that we talk about the differences in movement with status. Activity number eight, the Lazzi activity. Participants, two or more. Equipment, none, but the printed out scenarios would be helpful. Aim, to develop understanding of character and improvisation. Details, after students are aware of the concept of status, they can play these scenarios. The group should be given a few minutes to rehearse their scene and then present it to the class. The Lazzi, or Lazzo singular, was used throughout the Commedia plays when the mood dipped or when a joke was needed. They were rehearsed and ready to be placed anywhere in the story. The Tasting Lazzo. A hungry slave is cooking a pot of something for dinner. They continually season the dish, then taste it, then add more seasoning and taste it, and this goes on until there is no food left in the pot. Harlequin Dr. Lazzo. A mischievous servant disguises himself as a doctor and describes ridiculous and obviously lethal remedies to his patients. The undead Lazzo. A lowly slave has either been mistaken for dead or has deliberately feigned a death. When they get up, other characters believe it is a zombie or vampire and try to kill them. The Shield Lazzo. El Capitano is boasting about his latest victories on the battlefield. Then he sees a small mouse and uses the person he is boasting to as a shield to protect himself from this dangerous beast. Movement is so important when working with a Lazzi. What does the character look like? How do they move? What is their status? Are they hunched? Are they straight? Are they bent? Are they bowed? Are they proud? Students can describe their characters and their movements. Developing a theatrical vocabulary around students' physicality is also really important. Well, that is the end of part one of our podcast on movement activities for the rehearsal room. If you'd like to hear more activities, keep listening through to the other episodes. That is all from us at The Aside. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here and Aaron Sell for providing the music. You can email us anytime at asidepodcast.outlook.com. We will try to answer your questions in a later episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>